it on this computer. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Design Recharge. This is a rapid recharge. I am where I just kind of talk about something that I, I'm working on or struggling with just to kind of share it with you. I try um, I try to do these once a month, but I haven't really um, met that goal. I've been having other people that needed to come on or do something or they had a book launching and I was trying to be flexible. So I'm trying to get back to it. But today I have two special guests and I'm announcing something new, which is very fearful for me, I guess. I don't know. I'm not much of a launcher. I'm not a seller, which I think Dustin is great at talking to us about how to sell. But anyway, Dustin Lee, and he has hired Suzanne Sarver, which I'm not sure if she's on my left or my right, or you can't <laughs> see her at all yet. But um, so what I'm talking about is this new thing that I've launched. I'm launching today, and you're the first to hear about it. And it's called Recruiting Creatives. And I've been kind of putting together people, kind of like matchmaking in a way. Um, and there's Suzanne's cat. What's your cat's <laughs> name, Suzanne? She, uh, her name's Little Girl. <laughs> okay. She'll make an appearance again for sure. Just as long as she doesn't put her um, bottom in our face is no. all, all we care about, really. Um, but anyway, so Recruiting Creatives is um and just launching anything i think is scary or putting something out there especially if you worked on it really hard so recruiting creatives is kind of how dustin and suzanne met they met through me and um connected them and i've done this with a few other people and i just have a big network and so i just was trying to um, do something that would help a bunch of people and so kind of launching it for real i think i told a couple of people about it in the past. So anyway, so today's the first. I'm gonna do a screen share, and so Suzanne knows me pretty well. She knows I have a lot of weird analogies. So mm -hmm. here's where you guys get to come in to play with the analogies. You'll see if this is a, a good one or not, but we're gonna try. All right, here's the screen share. So I feel like um, starting something new is kind of like on the, um, swimming blocks you know you're you're right there the water is like glass so you it's this reflection so you see this reflection of you but you really can't you can see down the to the end of the pool but you don't really um it's not really realistic because you're not in the water and i feel like there's a couple things when you're on those starting blocks i mean to me this is just a beautiful image i mean i did not take the picture but it's a beautiful image i love numbers so you know it has all that the reflection, the water, it's like this crystal uh, perfect perfection. And I feel like this is what's held me back from launching things is that I'm so afraid of um, launching because I don't want to mess it up or it won't be perfect or I see where I need to be and I'm not there yet. Or I wanted to be at number five in lane five, but I'm at number two and it's, and sometimes it's just about getting started. So the, um, let me, I think you guys can see the whole thing. I'm sorry, I don't know, and we're gonna just do it like this. So you're, sometimes, you know, if you're doing backstroke, sometimes you start out in the water and you're not even facing the right direction. Sometimes when we start, we feel like that, I think. Um, you're in the ready position, but you have, there's a lot of faith, that thing that comes into it, you have to trust, you have to, but, but competitive swimming is something that you go in, you do your lap, and then you come out. It's not, um, you just swim one time and that's it. I mean, it's every day you get up and you keep swimming. And I think that's been one of my biggest pitfalls is that I haven't continued 
to push myself to get back and start again and, and re-release or relaunch or, or send out another email. I feel like when I've launched something in the past, I've kind of gotten cold feet. I told people once and my sister's like, well, what if they didn't read that email? And I'm like, well, they just didn't want it. It was terrible, you know, and it has nothing probably to do with that. It just has to do with how busy I am. And I think about Dustin and how I get a ton of emails from Dustin. I don't, maybe get to read all of them. And I remember there have been times where Dustin's and I've talked and I was like, Ooh, when did you launch this? I didn't even know about it. And he's like, Oh my gosh, I've even discontinued it already, you know, or something. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, I think that's great. And there's Dustin now. So we're talking about you a little bit, um, but in good ways. So the next one is kind of like, this is how some people are ready right? This is like a sucky way to start off if you're a competitive swimmer. This is like a little kid start off. And I feel like sometimes this is what I've been like. This is more of a competitive, but still she's vertical, right? She's still not leaning forward so much and her muscles aren't in, um, you can't really see them all because I think, and then there's two ways to dive off, right? There's like this, which I actually think she's probably going to belly flop like this. You know, it's not really a great uh, way to go. And then there's maybe this way where you're more going in the correct direction. And then I do have Hello? a couple more swimmers. Hey, Dustin. Oh, sorry, I just want to make sure I was here. You are here. I see. I almost wore that shirt today. But if you look at this guy, he is totally leaning in. He's totally ready to go. And his muscles are all, there's no relaxation at all. Like the girl, it was like she was posing for a picture. I actually feel like this guy's about ready to swim. And this is where I want to be. It's not necessarily where I always am. And so this guy's totally same way, like totally, I mean, he's already wet, you know, like he's been swimming. I guess I just want to tell you that I need encouragement. And I think everybody, when they're launching something, they need to be, hey, you just swim that lap and you get back out and you get back up and you swim again and you swim again. And it's not just this one time swimming thing. So then it's how you take off, right? He's not even looking where he's going, but that's the proper way to dive, I think. And then I think about it, um, a totally different analogy. Maybe I should stop screen share and see if you liked that analogy or not. And no one says anything. <laughs> I liked it. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I just got it's me. about starting, like launching something or being afraid. And there's different positions. You can be scaredy cat. It, Hibba says it was great. Thank you. And Jordan's here. We're getting all kinds of people. And Austin, I share, I'm glad you used a different email because you would have been on the screen with us. Um, so anyway, the other thing um, is how I feel like it, when we're businesses. And so what I'm doing with this recruiting creatives is I'm getting people who are maybe budding into the B-U-D-D, not B-U-T-T, budding into the... Um, the industry and they're maybe new or maybe they they've been a print designer and they're breaking into UX UI or they're uh, a UX UI designer and they want to go to print or something. They're doing something new and they're kind of having to start over and they need connections in that part of the industry. So recruiting creatives connects people like Suzanne, who's a budding designer with somebody who's a budding uh, entrepreneur that has a growing business because I feel like you're at a point um, where there were so many, so many things that Dustin needed to do or anybody in that kind of place that he couldn't, he was a light bulb in a room here. Let me go back to my slides really fast. <laughs> 
So this is what I think. You can tell me if you think this is dorky. So you are like a light bulb in a room. And when you leave that room, the light bulb goes with you. Your light shines in whatever room you're in. But what if you needed something to keep working in that room while you were in another room? And I feel like that's what happens when you get somebody to work for you. Now, Suzanne's in Alabama and Dustin's in Washington State. And that's a quite a commute right? So she works remotely. So I feel like the, the image of the light bulb is, is good because Dustin's a huge light, but it's better if he, oops, I didn't mean to zoom in. I meant to go to the next slide, but sometimes it was like this. There was tons of other potential and he's connected with tons of other people. He has a great network already, but he needed somebody that he could um, trust and that could do good work, that could handle a lot of different things that maybe wasn't the best use of Dustin's time. Do you agree or not agree? Yeah, I agree. Um, I would say everything Suzanne does is like really important and the, the big critical part and the value that was so useful of having you recommend Suzanne was that you really knew her and I really trusted you. So you knew like a perfect person to match me with who I mean, everything she does is super important, but it lets me like pursue some other things that, yeah, it just, yeah, I agree. So the analogy <laughs> like, works or no? <laughs> yes, the analogy works. Sorry. Okay. So um, we'll get, I'm going to ask you some questions about that in a second. So, all right. So where, there's this one, there's tons of potential. He's like a, he's the one bulb, right? But then if he can have lots of bulbs, then he can light up more things. He can do more things. And it is a lot about trust. I think it's a lot about relationships. Um, and I just feel like I have a good uh, sense of what people's uh, abilities are and then what their personalities are. And I feel like that's a, the biggest thing about in our industry about finding a job, people don't announce the jobs that, um, I was thinking like it'd be a perfect work environment, whatever. This one's not the best. I'm going to stop the screen share. So the, the difference, I guess, for me in design as opposed to like a regular business job or something, people would post the jobs, but they don't necessarily, um, it, what we do is so it's close to the heart, I guess. It's our creativity. We kind of are put, putting stuff out there. We get we feel vulnerable maybe more than others. So I feel like personalities, it's really important for the fit. Um, and having the right fit is is hard to know. And I think maybe that's where it comes in where you have somebody that you trust that can kind of vet the right people for the right companies or for the right people like Dustin who are hiring me to do this. So Suzanne pays nothing. Dustin pays a small fee and it's a 90 day. You, if you don't like your match, then you get a new one for free. So that's kind of, and it's like a two part payment, um, one up front and then one after the 90 days, I guess, or something. Anyway, I haven't really worked all that stuff out, but I was told just to launch right, Dustin, just to get on the thing and start swimming. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so, yes, pretty much, um, Jeremy asked if there will be written copy of how this works, but um, Suzanne, kind of say, so you were working um, two jobs. You worked part-time for Dustin, mm -hmm. and you worked um, part-time in an agency in locally, right? Yes. Yes. And you didn't want to do full-time necessarily right in the beginning because you thought 
you wanted something else, right? Yeah, and I think um, how it came about is um, hopefully you can't hear that guy. That's my bug guy. He decided to show up. He's going to want to get inside my house. Um, he's not going to be able to, though. Um, so I'll just, I don't know what, what you do. Um, anyway, sorry, that's so distracting. Um, I started that job with the agency, and um, then this opportunity came up. And for me, I'd rather be able to like test the, it was kind of like I was able to test the waters on both um, without, I've always liked to do a bunch of different things um, and not be hold into one, one thing. So for me, it was like I got to do a bunch of different things um, without fully diving in, I guess. Like, I'm one of those people that, like, puts their toe in. I'm not, I'm not a rip the Band-Aid off kind of person. <laughs> I'm, like, a will slowly peel it off painfully kind of thing. So um, it was good to, yeah, just kind of um, get experience. Do I also, that's the other thing, is it gave me experience doing a lot of different things, and then I was able to see what I didn't, and what I did like and what I didn't like without um, being stuck in one spot. So Dustin, for you, um, it started a long time ago with you and I, you had talked to Ashley who um, does all my scheduling and oh, yeah. she Sorry. had, you had said, Hey, how did you get her name? Or how did you, how did Diane find you? And she said, Oh, she was one of my teachers and um, kind of take, cause I kind of matched you with one other person before and then um, that person got a full-time job. And so then you needed somebody else and you actually have been working with Suzanne for six or a year now, a year, a over a year, and, a, year and a month. Yep. And then she, and she went full-time in June 1st, right? Yes. So that's pretty exciting. Like that. So it was kind of, you were able to kind of test the water also. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Take us through that beginning stage. Like what made you as an entrepreneur think you needed some help? I was just always stressed about things. I, I had too much to do and you know, the business grows to a certain point and you just can't do it all. And I think when I first got into working for myself, one of the things I was hoping for was to have flexibility and I was starting to not have flexibility. I couldn't go hang out with my daughters when I wanted. I couldn't, Anytime I left, like you said, the light bulb went off. So I needed somebody that could carry that for me. And I was really looking for someone that was talented enough and liked what I was doing enough that they could emulate it. So they like shared the things I liked about it. So there was a consistency. So that's what I was looking for. Really just keeping it steady and keeping it going when I need to do other stuff. But for you, and I mean, if anybody's listened to the Honest Designer podcast, which is terrific, I love it. Dustin's one of the four people. And you know what I think? You should tell Tom, he's the only one without a last name when he does the intro, just so you know. Oh, it's Ross. I, I <laughs> know, I know now, but he's the only one that doesn't share his last name in the beginning. He's like, I'm, I'm like, he's like, share. I'm like, I don't, you know. He might anyway. be a fugitive. I don't know. I, mean, I should have said the whole last name. <laughs> anyway, um, so on that show, you can really tell that, um, it, that you really, um, a trust is really important. It's 
important in you with your customers, building trust. It's also important with people who you work with as partners and also people who work for you. And if you listen to that is, and you can tell that just by, and I know you because we've had lots of conversations over Skype and things like this. Um, and so me getting to know you helped, I think, me be able to figure out who would be good as a as somebody to work with. So you and Suzanne usually talk like once a day or, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah we talk almost every day for at least an hour. <laughs> yeah. So, but there are some people like um, I've matched TJ Harley and um, another uh, girl, Lauren Newman, and they are not like, um, let's chit chat and talk. Like it's, they, they don't, I mean, I actually feel like Suzanne really gets down to business, but she she's does. also been working for two more hours than you have probably because she's two hours ahead of you. So there's some advantage maybe to that. Mm-hmm. Well, and two, there's so many things I wanted to do with the business that I couldn't do because there wasn't enough time. Perfect example, like Suzanne got in and Suzanne is way more organized than me. So she got in and she was like, we need to organize these drop boxes. It's a nightmare. Someone needs to fix this. But by myself, I'm just trying to, you know, I described it as like in one of those game shows where the you're in the tube and then the wind starts blowing and money goes everywhere. You're trying to make your business work by grabbing money. Right. Like that's how it felt. And slowly as we work together and her influences kind of come in, things get more organized to get more on schedules. There's more time to clean things up and fix all those things you keep putting off. And so that's why I think the talking to each other every day has been so important because it gives us time to like together be like, I can be like, what do you think about this? Or you're more organized this kind of thing than me. What do you think is the best way to do this? So I get the advantage of not just having my own brain tell me crazy things to do. Someone else can say, why don't we try this? Or you get two different perspectives. And when, and I trust Suzanne. I mean, she works with me a ton. I trust her opinions and she knows the business as well as I do. So she gives me unique insights that I might not see in it too. So, but one thing about Suzanne that I knew, I knew that she, one of the things that, one of the reasons she had told me she wanted to work in an office environment because she didn't really want to be alone. So it was actually a perfect match because I know that you're a connector. You like, uh, Dustin, you like to personally connect with people. And I knew that, I thought that you would talk more than just like once a week, you know, mm -hmm. it, but it also fed an itch that Suzanne needed to be in a community of where she worked. She didn't want to feel like she was just alone with her cats you know right the cat thing makes everything sound worse but yeah it was on the back of her chair earlier it was i yeah. mean holding on she would get up and she would like hold on for dear life it was hilarious but like suzanne so because that was kind of a concern you were like well i kind of just want to do um part-time and see how it works and it ended yeah. up that it was working fine at the agency but you felt like it was a better fit with dustin full-time yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, for other reasons um, than that, but um, yeah, it was kind of like I slowly learned the office environment is it all it's cracked up to me either, you know? Uh, I don't have to like um, get dressed in fancy clothes to meet clients, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, I... Um, I'm a social person, and so that was a concern for me, is that I would just be holed up in a room with my cats. <laughs> so, um, 
But it's actually it turned out to be, I mean, it's turning out to be great. And I think it is because we talk every day. I don't, I don't feel like alone. Um, and also for me, part of being creative is being able to be creative with other people. Um, if I'm making something alone, sometimes I, I don't know. I just like to be bounce things off of people. So it's like, you know, I can, I can say, Hey, take, check this out for a second. And, he can either be like, mm, or he'll be like, yay, it's awesome. Um, <laughs> but I am, um, yeah, I think like the talking every day is, it, it was really important for me and being able to have an open line of communication. Um, I guess there was like a fear there for a second that, that I would um, feel like I was creating by myself and not getting good feedback and, um, that's turned out to be not be a problem, and I, that's I like that. And what? That turned out to not be a problem. It was the last part I didn't get. Oh, and I I was like oh. I like that. Oh, <laughs> I'm like oh my god, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I guess what I'm saying is some people are going to work like you guys, and I feel like most of the people that I'm matching are remote. Some people are working just freelance more not like hey I'm gonna commit to 10 hours a week or and I feel like for somebody who most of the people that I've matched this is they are a just like Dustin they kind of a one-stop guy they do it all they're trying to handle it all but they have other things that they would like to share their time with instead mm -hmm. of just doing this and there are things that they could pass off if there was trust if there was abilities were there um, and trust and people were making their deadlines that they could give some of those things away and then their life could be richer and also they could expand their business more. Cause at some point you get to a point where you either need to say no to clients or no to new products or new business areas. And you have to say, um, or you have to say yes to, Hey, I'm going to hire somebody. And I think that's a, it's a, it's a growing pain. And I think a lot of, um, freelancers who are working on their own, they're getting to a point of growth. I feel like that's my ideal client in this um, manner. I know I've placed people in small agencies with, um, and those have ended up working out well as, as well. So it's not like I can't do those things, but I think that's where I'm uh, best at is kind of figuring out um, abilities and personality that's going to work together as a unit. So um, and I think Jeremy asked this earlier, of course, Brian Yan, which I'm going to share my screen one more time. Brian made this. I did not make this, but I always call Brian Vanna and he made this. Um, he is my <laughs> Vanna. So Brian, this is what I was telling you. I was going to um, show and I was like, you should have smiled, but it's really Vanna's body and Brian's head. Um, and, but Brian did make that and I uh, was very glad to get that on uh <laughs> download it so the um i th uh, with it's at recharging you.com is where i gotta get this off my place here and then it's recruiting creatives and i'm gonna put that in the chat but if you are going to it's recharging you.com slash recruiting hyphen creatives and so it kind of tells where so there's two lists you if you're interested in maybe getting teamed up with somebody like i did with dustin who says hey um the you know, I need somebody to work a certain number of hours or, um, and I think maybe in the beginning, Dustin, when you got matched with Katie the first time, um, it wasn't like a 
part-time, part-time position. It was, I don't remember exactly what, what your hours were, but I think for somebody like you um, and other entrepreneurs and designers who are entrepreneurs and growing a business, there's, um, <laughs> I just read the chat. Brian said he just spit his water out. Um, you're, you're, um, it is that pain point of what else can I do and my life is, is not as rich. So, but it's scary to bring somebody on and to see if you, to hand, hand something off. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Okay. So here's a, a perfect example. So on the honest designer show, lots of times before we start, we talk and just catch up with each other. And Ian, who's on the show, he's a hand letter and Lisa, who's draws bunnies and all sorts of cool illustrations. They're both at a very similar situation to me. So when I would talk to them, I would describe, Oh, Suzanne and I are working on this. And it only took like once of mentioning that and both of them were like, can you, um, can you like CC me in with Diane? Maybe I could, she could find me someone to help because when you're, when you're a brand new entrepreneur with, and you're just working for yourself, that, that employee like doubles the size of your business. So they're going to do 50% of the contribution to the business. And that's really scary. If you have the wrong person, they can really screw it up. So you need someone that you can have, help you find someone that you trust and to be honest like going to elance or whatever the cool one to go to now to find some freelancer is really scary i my brother put it really well when he said anyone who's on elance clearly is having trouble getting jobs and that's scary so going to someone who has worked with someone and spent time with someone for a long, for maybe years and knows them feels way safer like i I know you really care about that. So I knew, well, there's no way she would send anyone my way who she didn't totally love and think was great. And it's really, like I said, it's really important because you're doubling your business. And it's a lot of money when you're a new entrepreneur. And you also feel like you're committing to that employee and they're trusting you to provide some of their funds, right? For their rent or whatever. And that's to me that when I have a intern or when I bring somebody on, it's, it's pressure on me. But if they're coming on and they're helping my business grow, then it's a, it can be a release, right? Sorry, I got distracted by um, someone. <laughs> have I think so you're saying something? I said, I disagree. And then I started looking at it and got distracted. <laughs> Makes a good point, but I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? I totally got distracted by that. Wait, so she disagrees with, with um, oh, Hibba disagrees with Dustin. I don't know what you disagree about. I was she disagrees that freelancers on there can't find oh. work, which, which might be true. My feeling was just that I couldn't tell or decipher. I'm not saying freelancers can't find work. I agree with with her on that i just mean when you are adding a new employee and you're such a small business it can be scary and finding someone that's a stranger offline was scary to me having a friend that i trusted tell me here's someone that i really think works um was much more comfortable and reassuring yeah i think maria kind of put it in there um i think he meant to say people who use elance.com or some online sort of service it's hard to know if the personality is going to be right or if they're, you know, you don't know where they are in their, in their levels. And I feel like, so what I'm doing is I'm meeting with people online or if they're in locally, I'll sit down with them at lunch or something, but, um, going to, um, uh, 
sorry, I get distracted too. That's why I hate, I, I read, like just have my questions and then asking and paying attention and then sort of reading over in there. Uh, Cause I, now I don't know what Jordan's talking about, but he's like freelancer <laughs> or business owner, contract Bye. contracts or clients. Uh, <laughs> but um, man, this is what happens. But I just try to have a conversation with these people. Like even for design recharge, I sit down with somebody like yesterday. I um, talked to Matt, for goddess. He's a hand letterer, a designer. He's in, uh, on the gold coast in Australia. He's great. We had a great conversation. He's going to be on the show, but it's like having that conversation and people have, uh, you know, I just kind of really get a feel, feel them out. And I remember there was this one guy when I was working at a magazine in Colorado and we were hiring an art director and I know I've told Suzanne this before, but I, we always ask this question and I came up with this question because I heard something incorrectly. I thought my friend Debbie said this, but this is not what she said. So that's why I just say what now and, and not try to it, figure out what you said. It does make it funny, but I said, if you were a finger, what finger would you be? And he was going to be, this person was uh, interviewing for an art director position. We really needed like a pointer, you know, we definitely didn't need the tall man. <laughs> and uh, and I'm a thumb too. Jordan says he's a thumb. I'm totally a thumb. Like I'm a worker. Let's get busy. I don't need to be the leader. I'm I'm good kind of being opposable, right? As a helper, um, not opposable like um, I don't know, a opposition sort of. Anyway, so would, so would the pinky be like the evil worker? <laughs> I guess it could. We always ask people why. There was this woman. And I don't know if I should probably say this online, but anyway, she interviewed and she was like, oh, I would be the pinky. And I'm like, oh, God, we do not need a pinky. <laughs> and um, I was like, man, both of my pinkies are broken. Like, I can't straighten that. That's just, And then this one's just big because I snowboarding, somebody ran over me. And this one, it was freeze tag when I was a senior, or a freshman in college under the leg freeze tag. And I don't know, whatever. <laughs> it didn't get... Uh, done correctly but i feel like your your pinkies are she's like oh i'm a pinky because i'm delicate i'm like man we need an art director we do not need a delicate art director we need somebody who can dish it out but it can also take it you know it's a lot of work and it's a lot of responsibility so i feel like having conversations with both the owner and the um the potential em employee the designer or the creative uh, because some people just need people to kind of do kind of what Ashley's doing, which just really clerical, but I am super thankful that she does it. She understands and she's interested in what, what we're talking about, but it's super helpful. I just know, like, I don't even think about Ashley doing her job. And I guess that's, mm -hmm. to me, that was huge. Like to be able to say, like, I don't even think, has she sent those emails out? You know, like as a boss, like somebody like, riding over you did you do that yet did you do that yet you know and yes. it's because it's because trust isn't there and i i i'm not going to put anybody together that um that i don't think would work but there's also that guarantee at the end um at the end of the you know 90 days if it's not working and i am kind of touching base i touched base with both suzanne and dustin to see if it was working and and both of them um or dustin at creative south has, had been almost a year you were, um, you know, we talked and so what were some of the things at a year you were like thinking about with Suzanne? 
I was thinking that I liked having Suzanne work for me so much. I was like, she's so nice that I never know for sure if she's truly telling me if I'm doing everything I need to do to make her happy in her job. Because I was miserable in so many jobs that weren't design jobs, well, and design jobs too, that I felt like, well, I don't want the person that is doing work for me to like feel unhappy. So I was like, hey, let me know like if there's something you think that she doesn't tell me that she needs to be provided with the helper. Um, so really it was such a good match that I was like, what do I need to do to make sure that this, that, that Suzanne does not leave <laughs> because she does such a great job. Um, and going back to the fact, remember how you, you were talking about how you have to check on someone. That's why it, um, it was good to have you match with me with somebody. So Suzanne, she'll tell you lots of times I'll be like, oh, did you get to that? Or did this happen? Did that happen? And Suzanne always has done it, which is not me. Like, I would be the one that would be like, in my other jobs, oh, I didn't do that. And Suzanne's like, did it, did it, did it. I already got that done. Yeah, I knew you wouldn't do that, so I did it for you. So it's been, yeah, it's been a totally good match because of that. And anyone who's on the call and has ever met Diane knows you walk with her at a conference down the street, every single person that she walks past that looks like they might be a designer, she will stop and introduce herself and talk to and get to know because she genuinely cares. And so when we talked about you, you know, matching people up, I was like, oh, well, yeah, like you actually really know people and care about people. Thanks. That sounds like lip service, but it's true. <laughs> I'm paying him to say this. No, I'm just kidding. So Suzanne, <laughs> I also checked in with you. So what was it like for for you? So I'm trying to give people an idea of who would be good people to fit with me. So somebody who's like a business owner, um, that's an entrepreneur that needs um, somebody to kind of replicate. And Kent's, Kent said, and then we'll get to Suzanne. Kent said this, well, it's my name on the business. If I get a freelancer who doesn't do it like I do, then there's a difference in the work. And I totally understand that. But this is one of the great things. Maybe it's just great about Suzanne, but I actually think I know a lot of people who are able to replicate. Um, Suzanne's really has a great talent. I know I've shown this before. This is Suzanne. <laughs> Let me turn it on. I know you can't really see the lights glowing, but it's it's lit up. It's hand cut, no laser cutting here. She just likes to do this. And one of the things Dustin was worried about, he was like, "Well, this, you know, it's not that kind of illustration. It's not cut paper. It's not this." And I said, "But Suzanne's really good at other things too." And I think that there is enough of a challenge. She is really smart, so she can grasp a lot of the things, the business stuff. I think that that um, Dustin's doing. But one of the things Dustin had said to me one time, I think you were, uh, Suzanne, you were doing like a preview images for retro supply. Mm -hmm. And he said, do you remember what you said, Dustin? Yeah, I've said on various occasions, sometimes I've said, wow, she does them better than me. Or I'll look at them and be like, wait, did I do that? <laughs> she does them really, really, really well. And that's important because obviously you want the quality to stay consistent. And everything that I do, Everything that we do, retro, retro supply, I, I look over and I'm like, is this what I would do or whatever's extended on? Is it consistent and the same quality? And it's like always, you can't tell the difference. It's seamless. Like I would challenge someone to try to take a guess at so, what she's So that on. could be that you're a good teacher. It also could be that you had created so many before. If you've only created one thing, 
um, it might be hard to replicate uh, it as you keep going, but um, he has a, a whole pack of a ton of things and they do change, but it's still, there's still um, the aesthetic quality, how typography is used. There's a lot of white space. So those are things that somebody like Suzanne, who's a, a good designer, but still a new designer. So Dustin can kind of teach her what he wants her to, to be able to do. And I don't know, Suzanne, how much in the beginning, because I, I know Suzanne really cares about if she's doing a good job. And she mm -hmm. also wanted to make you happy. And um, she wanted to be challenged as well. And I think she is challenged. Um, but Suzanne, so what were some of the things in the beginning that Dustin did that helped you be able to be as successful? Because have you heard him say that before that you, he, you replicated it mm -hmm. so well? Yeah, yeah, he's told me that before, and I think when you and I were talking and about like my strengths and my weaknesses, I think one thing I said as a weakness maybe is that I didn't have my own style per se, and I felt like I was losing out, but I was like, but if you give me, if you show me a style, I feel like I can get in the swing of it pretty quick, and I thought that was a weakness, but that was something that you picked up on that you were turned into know that that's a strength and especially for somebody like Dustin who needs somebody to come in there and kind of be like a ghost ghost designer kind of you know like that it needs to seem like it's always him um chameleon yeah yeah there you go um so what about what about in the beginning what were things that you and I talked a lot at Creative South because we stayed in the same room um, about because really it's uh, kind of act like HR. When I was talking to TJ, he's like, well, I really don't need the HR stuff. And I'm like, no problem. You know, that's just an extra thing. If you want that, it, it comes with it. I don't want to annoy anybody, but I also want you to know I really care. I'm not going to get this so big that I'm like, oh, well, I can't meet with people. Like I, I do feel like there's a, um, Right now, I, I do really want to still have one-on-one -on -one meetings. And luckily, my schedule is flexible enough that I can do stuff like that. But Suzanne, some of the things at a year, it was funny because I would talk to Dustin and then I would talk to you. And I was like, you people need to talk to each other. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. a really, it's about communicating. Yeah. Well, well I, go ahead, Dustin. No, go ahead, please. Go ahead. No, no. Okay. 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 I'll, <laughs> I'll go over it. Well, I was just going to say, uh, and Suzanne, you probably noticed this too, like, when you talk to Diane, she'll tell you, oh, you should really meet this person. Like, it just naturally extends out of you that you are always thinking, I know this person, and you should really know this person. And then you kept doing that, and I was like, you should be charging people for this. This is making people money a lot of times, Diane. I feel like you should get like, at least a little cut of that because you can vouch for both people. You know, you can say, hey, Susanna is good. And then you can tell Susanna, Hey, Dustin won't, you know, be a crazy slave driver or jerk to you. And then like both people will actually work together. So it's a quick way to gain trust between people. And that's like, I mean, that's worth something. And you were doing it for free. And I was like, man, I'm pretty sure people would really happily pay to have someone do that. Cause it's so hard to find. So that was one of the things that really spurred me to kind of think about and I really talked to Dustin about what packages it was and I wanted to make sure that this was something it wasn't just a fluke that I had done this like five times I wanted to make sure that there were so I had some more test subjects that I did and they ended up being very different than Suzanne and 
but it, it, it has worked out so far. But I also, one of the things Dustin teaches in Passive Income for Designers, um, which is, I think, a course people can still buy. Um, no, they can go sign up at the website and get five days of free training, but they can't sign up. Okay. Never mind then. Um, anyway, but when, if you ever get a chance to hear Dustin talk, or if you go to WMC Fest, maybe he'll be talking about this, but he talks about how you need to give people um, a guarantee and the guarantee doesn't have to, it just means that you believe in what you're selling. And so I said, well, what should my guarantee be? And he's like, um, I said, is it, you know, I, I didn't know. I really didn't know. And he was like, well, what about 90 days, you know, 90 days and then we'll match you with somebody else. Um, or you get your money back or, you know, something like that. At that point, I'm, I'm fine with doing those things. Um, mm -hmm. and then I did talk to him about pricing and I feel like, um, this is something that some of the people who are like Dustin just need somebody who's going to work freelance, meaning it's not a given 10 hours a week, 40 hours a week. Some of it's going to be like, it's five hours this week. It might be 10 hours next week. It might be 20 hours. So it's just another freelance job that's more consistent probably. And I think as you build trust, I think that was one good thing about you and Suzanne was that you did kind of a six month kind of thing. And Dustin actually said something to me, and I don't know if it was at Creative South or it was after, but you said, I was able to think about my business differently. Mm -hmm. I, it was the first time that you were able to kind of look at your business from a, a different perspective because you aren't always just at the top of the water. You were actually able to get out and kind of look at the pool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, when someone else is there, then you start to think, it's kind of like if some, I don't know if any of you do this, but if I'm, well, thankfully I have a wonderful wife who does most of the part of keeping a house clean. But if you've ever invited someone to your house, I remember when I was single, if someone was coming over, I would be like, oh, I better clean the house up. And so when someone else is there and interacting all the time, you realize all the things that someone else sees and you're like, oh, this needs to be cleaned up or this could be more professional. And you just start to, it just makes you look at your business different, but to go back to that guarantee really quick, I think what's great about guarantees is if you really believe in what you're doing, almost no one ever has to use the guarantee. And I think that's where a guarantee is so powerful for you because it just reverses the risk and makes people comfortable knowing I don't have to worry that I'm not going to be happy and I'm going to get burned on you know this the you know really fair fee to do this. And the great thing is, is I know you care enough that I don't think almost anybody or anybody would ever even need the need a refund or a guarantee that you know what I mean like if you have a guarantee and everyone is always unhappy the guarantee is not helping you because you're giving everyone's money back but when you have something like a great thing that's helping people like you do the guarantee is great because people feel like they don't worry and you don't have to give the refunds because people don't ask for them because you do such a good job so um thank you it's hard to take a compliment but thank you. Oh, I just, I like just to segue, but then I feel like that's rude. So, oh, I didn't lift up my mic today. Oh, boogers. Oh, well, anyway, I've been trying to talk closer to the mic so it sounds better. Anyway, um, Suzanne, there was something at Creative South we were talking, and I, I always, I know I've told you both this, but um, Dustin was like, um, or Suzanne said, yeah, I just wanted to hang out with Dustin more. I mean, you guys get to see each other every day virtually, but
but you didn't really get to spend a lot of time together. And then um, at a conference, you know, and I remember Suzanne and I don't, hopefully you don't mind me sharing this. Hopefully. Um, she's like, Oh, well, you're gonna anyway. (laughs) Um, she said, you know, I, but I don't want him to, I don't want to just be clinging on and being that person because again, Suzanne's really, she is very uh, personable and very friendly and has a lot of friends at creative South already. Um, so it wasn't like she was just sitting alone at a table, you know, (laughs) waiting for Dustin to be done with whatever he was doing. But, um, but they both said that to me, like, oh, I wish, you know, I could hang out. And I was like, you guys, that's when I said, you guys need to talk and you need to do something. And then uh, Dustin and I, I was just giving him suggestions on things because he really wanted to keep Suzanne happy. And I think that that's something, I think if it's, if, and that's why I want to keep checking in and making sure people are okay, just not to, I would never say anything that Dustin said to me that to Suzanne, but if there was something that was just uh, a connection, it's just a breakdown, right? Sometimes, or Dustin was like, well, I just want to make sure she's happy. And I said, well, you know, she really wants a standing desk. Maybe you guys could split a standing (laughs) desk. And as she's sitting down, I already asked her, I was like, are you, did you get a standing desk? And she's like, yeah, I'm just in the sitting position. I was like, you didn't set it up. And she's like, no, it's a changeable one. (laughs) But, But I think that that was one thing that you really wanted. And then I thought Dustin would probably be willing to split that with you, you know, if, uh, and then I also said, um, maybe you could have her out to your house or something and have a, a a time that's just, because sometimes at a conference you're around all these people and Suzanne sees your kids and she maybe couldn't bring her cat to where you live. But, um, although that would probably be a hit, I think with your your kids. Although my kids hear her in the background and lots of times my little daughter will come in and sit in the chair and be like, can I talk to to Suzanne? She sits down and she's like, what's, hey, can I see your cat? (laughs) But I think, I think it's, um, Sometimes it's, you know, in the beginning of relationships or the beginning of friendships or work relationships, you need that third party at the office to kind of run things by. It's kind of like that safety person. And I guess kind of I'm the safety person at the water cooler. Well, yeah, that was another good thing about it is that you kind of feel like anyone who's ever hired anyone for anything knows that it's really can be painful or stressful to have to tell someone this isn't a good fit. You're great, but this isn't a good fit or, you know, so I think like before I knew Suzanne, for all I knew, she would come on to a great job, but she wouldn't be a perfect fit. And when you have someone like you, who's a middle person who knows both people well, and I think I'm assuming you would do this. I could be like, Hey, Suzanne is great, but she's not like, she's not the perfect fit for me. Like, and then it takes a little of the pressure off of that not working. I guess right. you know what I mean because that's like a, that's a horrible feeling having to tell someone that, especially if you don't know them well. And yeah. Well, and I feel like it was also you having two people that you got matched with. One, Katie, who got a job at American Eagle, um, not like selling clothes. Like she didn't leave Dustin to go sell clothes. <laughs> she like works at American Eagle as a designer. Um, but you know, having that kind of experience because I think Katie really wanted Katie needed something that was remote in the beginning because she was moving to Pittsburgh and um, you know, I definitely encourage people to get involved in AIGA or creative mornings or something so that they can, because especially people who are more like Suzanne who need that kind of um, community uh, physically um, that 
Katie got there and she was just kind of lonely. And I think that you guys worked fine together. It was different. I think she did different things than what Suzanne was doing. But I also think that it was about you learning what someone could do. And then also knowing that it probably wasn't going to last a long time because Katie was um, not as happy because she didn't want to stay at home. And I feel like, I feel like I, I had a feeling Suzanne wouldn't like an office thing. I was like, okay, well, you don't have to trust me. You know, I feel like they're my kids. Yeah, I really, really do. And I, I know my mom has said, you know, she's told me things and then I have to learn it for myself. I think as every parent, maybe, um, has that but I I really I just had a feeling that I what she what she was doing for you would scratch an itch she liked and I think that she's smart enough to be interested in the business part as well and it not just being I feel like when you're working for an entrepreneur um, a, a design entrepreneur or whatever you feel like part of that team you feel like you're helping them grow their business and you feel like what you do adds is making a difference. Sometimes in a bigger corporation or at an agency, you might be the only designer, but you don't really see how it's making a difference. And sometimes when you do see it's making a difference, your paycheck doesn't see that. And then you get bitter because you're doing all the work. And I mean, I've been in that situation. I'm like, I don't even need you, buddy. Like I can do everything, like get out of the way and give me the money. Right. Yeah. Well, to be honest, and, and, and like I've told Suzanne this a ton of times, a big part of what I hoped Suzanne would be able to do is understand the whole business and be able to, if something happened to me, you know, if, if I want to go to Disneyland for a week with my kids or God forbid I fall on my uh, rollerblades and break my ankles and can't work or something, <laughs> Suzanne could, you know, keep, keep things going, toe the line and do a great job at it and she could. I mean, wouldn't you say? I, I mean, I feel like you pretty much know the entire business for the most part. Yeah, I mean, don't break your ankles, please. <laughs> I think his wrist would be. I think you yeah, could still work right. with broken ankles unless you've got some weird mouse thing you do with your feet. <laughs> I work I'm with my feet. I'm a multitasker. No, yeah, I mean, I feel like I could if it came down to it, but uh, it wouldn't. Uh, that doesn't need to happen. <laughs> it would well, stress cool her too. out a lot yeah, to do yeah. that. Yeah. It probably would, but she definitely could. And, and what's cool is, like you were showing the, the paper art that Suzanne does, she does amazing paper art. And the stuff that you learn when you work for someone smaller like me, I like to think, is that when you work for a big company, you don't see all the pieces because it's so broken into sections. I think you can see more of that when you work with just one other person on a smaller business. So if Suzanne wanted to go and make, you know, Suzanne's killer paper light lamps, she could probably make a killing doing that. And she would like know enough about business that perhaps she didn't know in real, like in real life experience, like where she could probably go kill it making those paper things. Don't do that yet, please, Suzanne. But she <laughs> could, she could do it. And like, that's a cool part too. Plus when you work for just like someone smaller, smaller like me, she has a flexibility. So if Suzanne wanted, like we talk all the time about that, like I'm like, maybe you should take a couple hours off a couple evenings a week and not do stuff for me and work on this paper business. Cause it's so killer, <laughs> which the, she hasn't yet, but I'm trying to get her to cause they're so good. They are really good, but it's also about learning from you about how to market things and get things out. And, and there's so many things business wise. I think you can, 
teach people that aren't necessarily designed. And I feel like for those of us who are the entrepreneurs, if you aren't reading business books and understanding more about how to sell and marketing, that's, that's a, a disadvantage. So I remember when my best friend Tara, she was started working at a place in Denver and you know, she was, it was, there was two designers, her and Kim, and then the guy, Barry, and he had built a great, they were always winning like how awards, communication arts. I mean, this is early mid nineties. So, you know, those things, I mean, there wasn't really the internet like it is now, you know, I mean, it really was. Yes. It was a long time ago, people. I used to wear, use a, not wear, I rode a dinosaur to school. I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, but that's what it feels like sort of sometimes. So, but back then I remember Tara saying, I'm doing all the work, you know, but that's what she thought. But really, Barry's still going out and getting the new clients and making the connections and getting the jobs and saying, these are the people who can, I can do this because I have these people. And I think Kit had said that earlier about, well, what if it's not up to my quality? Well, that's how you are as an art director. So it starts challenging you as a designer to now be an art director and be able to communicate verbally or through sketches of what you're really wanting. And I feel like I, I just feel like that's uh, people will feel like they're doing everything if you're not showing them everything. And I feel like that's a really good job with uh, Dustin's done with Suzanne because he said, you know, I think you can do a lot of this. And it's, it's probably too much for Suzanne to think about doing the sales funnel and starting new things. And I mean, it's too much, but really that's where you become the coach and you have these other light bulbs that are working in the other rooms. Um, Kent says, oh, bookers, the thing keeps going away when I hover my mouse over it. So it just has to stay on Dustin's face. Okay, bring, that brings up a question. What happens when you get so dependent on the partnership that if something happens, the two are in trouble? It's a good, so what do you, because Dustin, you are a worrier like me. Does that worry you? Yeah, I kind of commented briefly on that below. I think that... That's a risk. If Suzanne was to leave, it would be a shock to me because I rely on her so much. But that's, I guess, the price you pay for having someone there that makes your life better. And honestly, like, that's a great thing about having someone match you up with someone that you trust. Like, I don't feel like Suzanne would be like, later, Dustin, bye, and then just not show up one day. She would, she would recommend someone else or she would put some things in place. Like, for instance, I mentioned putting checklists and procedures in place can help. We don't have a great system of that right now, but if we knew she was going to leave, I think she would give me enough headway that we'd be like, okay, let's get some basic stuff in place and it would be more smooth. So that's another benefit, I think, of having. But also you've really worked to keep her happy and do the things that would, would allow her to still grow. And I feel like a lot of jobs are, the job you're in right now is prepping you for the next job you're going to have. And, if you keep challenging, um, then then people stay happy and they. But it's about Suzanne communicating to Dustin, saying, "Hey, I don't really feel challenged. Can I do something new? Or can I?" But I also feel like Dustin's encouraging her to do her own thing on the side. Her paper art. She has this great book. She hopefully will put it out and it'll go <laughs> viral. It is a great. What's the girl's name? Birdie. Birdie. Do you have a picture? Do you have the book? Can you get it? Uh, is the cat reading it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know where 
a copy is, honestly. All right. Well, that's a good, but, but it would be good. I mean, but those are things that I think you have to, you have to do as, uh, to keep people interested and to keep people happy. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I feel, I, I assume at some point Suzanne will move on. I just don't want the reason to be because she's not happy with me. Like I understand people want to grow or they want to try different things or their life make, takes different turns and that's just to be expected. I think my goal is just don't make it because I'm a jerk or because I'll try as much as I can. You know, obviously I can't fulfill everything. You know, I think if most people, if you ask them how much they want to be paid, they'd say I want a million dollars a year, but I can't do that. <laughs> but you, you do as much as you can, I guess, to try to make someone happy and understand that people will change and move on at some point. Although I'd be happy if Suzanne worked Ripper supply forever if she was happy. So one other thing I think is really fun about y'all's friendship is that you do have a friendship. You have a working relationship. So it's good mm -hmm. to have, and, and you've built a friendship through work, right? How most people do. Um, and I know um, if you know me, like I cry quick. If that's a <laughs> Google commercial, man, I get teary. If somebody's crying in front of me, I cry, you know? And I have soft tissues in my office just for those students who need because I feel like the tissues they give you at school are like sandpaper, you know, they're terrible. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so I bring my own puffs plus lotion. Anyway, and I remember Suzanne said one time, she's like, she was crying in, with Dustin and uh, not because of Dustin, she was just crying. And, <laughs> let's, make uh, let's make that clear. Yeah, not <laughs> he was being a jerk that day. No. Um, anyway, and so Suzanne, you had said, you knew it was okay because you knew Diana cried and it was, <laughs> yeah. it was okay. Right. Yeah. The, yeah the, uh, I was having a tough day or something was really frustrating me and I started to cry and I think I was like, whatever, you're friends with Diane. So I know it's cool. <laughs> you know, I know this is, you've like dealt with this before. <laughs> uh, because you know some people like I have a friend that if you cry in front of her she's like oh and like pats <laughs> you on the shoulder and it's like it's okay you know so some people get weird when they cry so I was like it's cool your friends with Diane I know she's cried with you <laughs> but I guess that's what I'm saying is that I try um with the people that I interview and the the people I feel like they're my friends like I feel like uh, oh, Fabio's like they're there <laughs> yeah exactly like yeah. but like and I feel like the people who are in the chat like most of you guys I know and I've at least had an email conversation with or something and and I feel like that's a, a gift that God gave me is to be able to connect with people I um and so I have connected I know a lot of people not in a braggy way at all just i I have a good, I don't know, I put people at ease. And so it's like, um, we're, it's not like it, we become friends. And I feel like um, it's what made me know people that are from different places. I mean, I think um, I had met Dustin once at Creative South. We didn't really hang out that much at that Creative South, but um, we started talking online and meeting. And I think that that's, that's one of the, um, that's what I can offer you is that you might think, Oh, well she knows Dustin and she knows Suzanne, but I didn't know Dustin except through a lot of these conversations. And I think it, I think that that's where 
I'm just trying to help. And I think like uh, Fabio is one of my favorite people. He is amazingly talented. He did, you know, and I do like to share everybody's great stuff. Like he did yeah, this one, right? Great. Um, he's 21 creative people. Um, but like he is one of those people that I think would be easy to connect and um, with somebody else, especially if I know that you're looking um, like he's really good at doing logos. Well, then I know somebody else who's doing logos, then I might could connect you. And even if it's just for a freelance job or if it's uh, with Dustin, I've connected him with somebody else with a, like a business partner to say, Hey, this person, it has this thing. Maybe you could connect with them and do something. Um, that's not necessarily what this is, but I don't mind doing that on the side as well. I just, I guess I just really want to help people, but I, the only part that, and I, this is my, when I was talking to Dustin, we went to breakfast at Creative South and I was like, the only, I just feel bad about asking for money to do this. I feel kind of creepy, you know, about it. And, um, and I don't, and, and I think it's just because I've done it so long, just regular, but it's still a low price, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I missed the beginning of this. I don't know if you let, if you set a price aloud or not. I didn't, but, I didn't say it aloud, but it would be like $500 for yeah, I, uh, one, uh, one Z person kind of like Dustin two fifty in the beginning and then two fifty at the 90 days. I would say it would have been worth thousands of dollars. Um, for me, like, I, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's worth so much to, to have that done because it saves so much time. It saves so much trouble. It saves so much emotional energy, and your chances of getting someone that's going to work for you are so high that it's in, to me, it feels silly to not try it, to not try it. The All value right. is, that value is actually insane. And it sounds like a ShamWow commercial, but <laughs> really, I think my problem is, yeah, cause Diane, you have such a good heart. You don't want to charge for anything. And I was like, but you are doing such a big favor to both parties that it's just, it's not, it's only ShamWowie if you're, you know, a, a snake oil salesman running away after you sell something, which you're totally not. You're providing something so valuable. And a guarantee. <laughs> so let me just tell you guys where you could go. If you want to get added to this kind of um, my list, and if I don't already know you, or if I do know you, like Austin said, he might be interested in hiring somebody. He does awesome uh, videos. He'll be on a week from, not July 5th but the whatever July 12th, July 12th. Um, but he said that earlier. And so, you know, sometimes people are in that place where they might need somebody to be more like the organizer, like Suzanne, or they might need somebody to do some uh, email starts or writing or writing on a blog. So I'm not opposed to getting people who are writers on this list as well. I just need to talk to you. So if you, want to be a part of the, you're either an entrepreneur, a business owner, or you're a creative that wants to be hired, um, then go to this page, rechargingyou.com, and that's Y-O-U.com, slash recruiting hyphen creatives, with, with an S on the end, and I will share that over in the chat, and then sign up. The top one is for the business owners, uh, the top box, and there's, there's something in the, on that page you can it's for entrepreneurs growing their business. There's a little bit more you can read a little bit more. That's the orange box. If you want to get on that list, 
Um, the other one is for freelancers looking for a position or freelance opportunities, and that's the blue box. And you can always click here to learn more. There's a little bit more information. Um, I didn't put the money out there, uh, but oh, I just realized that the I need to put my paragraph tags on the what. Sorry about that. Um, but pretty much it's, I wanted to do this because to me, I just feel like it's a win-win for both people. When you get to put somebody like Suzanne with somebody like Dustin, I feel like Dustin's been able to grow his business more because of Suzanne and Suzanne's been able to grow. And why I kind of am focusing, I guess, on um, people who are, are, I feel like it's a good fit for people who are budding designers is because they are a little bit less expensive for somebody who's an entrepreneur who's trying to figure out, can I afford this? Because mm -hmm. I feel like for me, as I've hired interns, I always want to pay somebody what they're worth. Um, I don't ever cheap out, but I also am like, hey, I can't afford this. I can only afford to pay you, you know, this much for this much amount of time. Unless it's, and I always tell my students this, I say, if you can put it to an employer that you are a new cog in, you're not just an old wheel that's going to keep turning what's already existing, but that you're also going to add something that's going to allow them to offer more things to their customers, then you are priceless because you're going to help them make more money instead of just continuing on what they're doing. And I feel like I feel like Suzanne's good at both things, right? She offered um, some of the she was able to replicate, but she was also able chameleon, right? Chameleon Suzanne. But she was also able to add other things. You have something to say, Suzanne? Yes, I do. I um, I think that for for me, for my side as somebody um, who's a budding designer, as you put it, um, like well, you I, were back then. Well, no, 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 no. I still, I'm still a little bud. It's cool. Um, I haven't quite flowered yet. Um, but it was really what was so valuable to me in this whole situation was our meetings together, you know, when you came and checked up and said like, how's it going? Because you were asking me questions that maybe I hadn't thought about as far as like, what's important to me um, in a new job or, or um, what I need to learn or what I want to learn. And um, for someone who, hadn't ever worked you know in a design job really you were able to give me pointers as to or th you know put thoughts and or um, make me have answers to questions that I, I needed to have answers to so I think um, that for me was um, super super valuable but I think what I'm offering people like you Suzanne is is I'm I, I'm happy to do some coaching, but I understand that you guys don't have any money. So yeah. I, it's a free service for you. If you want coaching, that's going to, I can't do that for free because that takes some a good bit of time, but it still would be, I think, affordable for somebody at that stage. Um, but it, it would be more of like one of the things I did for Suzanne was she was struggling. She's like, well, what do I do? Do I do the, I got the offered this position. And then I also have Dustin. I was like, well, why don't you do the best of both worlds and tell them both? Cause I know what an agency's like. They want you to stay late and they want you to, um, they, they want you to work and they are going to ask you to stay till eight o'clock at night sometimes, if not later. So I said, well, why don't you work for Dustin in the morning? Do the four hours. I feel like 
you know, that you could work for four hours for Dustin and he'd probably be okay with that. Um, you'd still have time to meet with him before you went to your other job. You'd have time to take lunch and then you'd be able to work for, if you, if they wanted to just pay you for 20 hours a week, you could work from one to five. But if you give them that opportunity to say, I could work from you from one to whenever, if you want me to work till eight one night, that's fine because I'm working at the end of the day. Um, and I feel like I don't really think that they took advantage of you on that at all, but it was, it really made the offer sweeter because I feel like me being a designer and me having hired people and used people, not used, that sounds terrible. Um, employ people, I guess it allows me to think of it from both the designer perspective of, Hey, I need to get money or, and also from the employer perspective is that I feel like this is a potential that I would be losing if you weren't able to work for me in the afternoon, you know, and I don't know. So hopefully maybe, and Jeremy, Jeremy and I've been talking for, and he's looked for a job um, in um, Charlotte. He's a great designer. He's working for the boys and girls club and loves it and is rocking it there. Absolutely. I knew he would. And you know one reason why I knew he would rock it? Because he was a manager at a coffee shop. And you know one reason I knew Suzanne would be good for you, Dustin, for customer service? So. Because she was a server. Like, oh, no. You know, like that's customer service, people. And Jeremy had to deal with all these things going on, being able to handle. And that's exactly what he's doing. He's handling all these things. And he was telling me on Saturday that there, his um, – people he works for are kind of uh, amazed at all he's able to get done. And I'm like, those are things you can't put on a resume. Like I remember when I came to work here or when I was getting hired, I said, I'm a team player. And I know that they were like, cheese ball, you know, like, Oh my goodness, this girl, whatever team player. And they gave me a hard time about it after I got the job. And they thought I was joking but that really is. I really do feel like I'm a team person. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a golfer, I guess, you know, like they're kind of on their own. Nothing <laughs> against golf people. We need some golf people, I suppose. I think, too, uh, a lot of people don't, or I'll say I can only speak for myself, I suppose, but and the people that I've talked to, for like honest designers, is a lot of times you don't know you need somebody you see symptoms, but you don't realize that the answer is that you need help. So if you feel like I can never I don't know, answer all my emails or I keep wanting to do this, but I've been wanting to do this other thing for six months and I never get around to it. Or man, like I'm getting so many emails from clients that how am I ever supposed to actually do design work or things like that. Um, that is a symptom that it's time to get somebody else to help you. And it's amazing. Like I am a very anxious person, like you mentioned, and having Suzanne to help me has relieved so much anxiety because you feel like I'm not alone. Like if something happens or if I'm overwhelmed, someone is there to help and like, it's so worth it. And you know what, this year the business did better than it has done in any previous year. Right. I can't draw a correlation between, you know, what does that, but I can tell you that like the process of doing that was less painful with Suzanne being there for sure. And it's been the least stressful year of the entire business. So less stress, more money. I mean, who can complain? <laughs> so one of the things I think for some people would be 
well, I want a job. Um, I want an in-person job. And I'm not saying I have placed people in in-person things, but I do kind of feel like I need to see what the in-person thing looks like. Either it's a tour with a camera or something. Um, but how is working remote? Like for you, Suzanne, we talked about it a little bit, but how has working remote worked well for you? For me? Oh, no. Yes. For you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's given me, um, I don't feel the pressure to move and you, you know, I mean, I didn't feel, okay. So if you're getting a new job in a different city, like that's a whole nother set of pressures that are put on you. You're not only starting a new job, but you're like, got to find a place to live and, you know, got to figure out how to get all my stuff up there and all that. Um, and friends, you need friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that was nice. Um, and it's, I also have a lot of flexibility um, with my schedule and that's really important to me right now. Um, so that's an advantage of working remote. Also, um, I don't know. Yeah, I just like kind of, I feel sometimes like my own boss in a way, like that I have my own goals that I can set for myself and, um, I don't, um, it's nice. It's also, uh, it's also nice working with somebody in a trusting relationship where it's like, I know what I need to get done. He knows what I need to get done. And it just, it, it happens, you know, and sometimes if I need to go meet you for lunch or something, I can, and it's not like I have to be back, you know, and, um, which I'm sure, I imagine hiring somebody remotely can be super scary <laughs> with that. Um, but um, I don't know. It's worked out. I've, and I like being, um, yeah, I, I didn't have to leave my community of people that I already have And here. the commute, right? The commute oh, was yes. really good. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't have to draw. I don't have to fight traffic, which is amazing. Just cats and, getting them yeah. out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I can, uh, wear what I want, which is awesome. <laughs> I don't have to worry about meeting clients and, them, um, you know, worry about like what I'm going to put on for the day. I almost wore that, your, your sh shirt, Dustin, and it would have been super awkward. <laughs> if you had that might happen. <laughs> if you had I almost wore it today too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he popped up in the video afterwards. I was like, whoa, that would have been real awkward. <laughs> what so if somebody would have had to change, for sure. So, Dustin, what about you for working remotely? Was that a, all a point of anxiety or fear? Well, when I got started building Retro Supply, I had learned a lot of the skills I learned from doing exactly what Suzanne's doing. So I worked remotely for someone that had an online-based business, and I learned how to build a business that way. So I had been essentially in the same position as Suzanne. So I, I, I knew what can happen. I knew the things that I did and it's kind of what she described. You have more flexibility and it really comes down to just like trusting the person you're working for. So I assume Suzanne does what she needs to do. I assume if she feels hungry or she really needs to watch the better call Saul episode that she missed, <laughs> that maybe she goes and makes herself a salad and does that. But at the end of the day, like, 
if she's completing the things and they look great, I don't care. That's the great thing about working from home. She can take a nap if she gets tired or do whatever. And I know that she's reliable and we'll get it done. So for me, it hasn't been anxiety. And I know some people, they'll actually have people install software so they can track their time and what they're doing on their computers. And I'm like, man, I don't want to do that to somebody. As long as, as long as they're, if, if you can't trust someone enough to not have software installed tracking their every move on their computer, then maybe they're not a good fit. But Suzanne, you do everything and get it done on time. And actually, she typically does more than I ask and anticipates things. So I'm like, hey, you do what you need to do. You go kayaking or go to the music <laughs> festival or whatever. Works great. It's not been a problem. Well, guys, thank you for helping me today on this. I appreciate you guys coming on and being my cheerleaders and helping explain maybe what I do. Um, hopefully you guys understand. Maybe I could do it for you too. My mom is the only one on here that doesn't need to hire a designer and isn't a designer, but maybe somebody on your team needs, maybe it's a team thing. I don't know. I don't know. I have a pricing for that yet, but um, I'm flexible. So I am working it out. So if you tell me what you're looking for and we'll sit down and talk, I mean, not in person more than likely, unless you live in mobile, uh, but we'll talk and I feel like I do pretty good on a Skype chat or whatever um, that we can get to know. I can get to, I can ask you the questions that I need to know to be able to get you to the right person. And if you want to know more about Dustin and Suzanne, what they're doing, check out retrosupply.co. Yep. Or dot, or dot com. We got oh, dot com too. So I yeah. thought you had gotten it recently. So I'm going to put that in the chat and um, check it out. But you also can check out one, some of the things you can get. Five free lessons at Passive Income for Designers. And dot that's fordesigners.com. Mm-hmm. And if you're thinking about, I'm just going to say, if you're thinking about trying out what Diane's talking about, you should do it because it's really risk-free. There's absolutely, sounds so shamo to say that, but there really is zero <laughs> risk to doing it. You try it and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but the upsides are so huge. I don't know how to say that without sounding like <laughs> infomercial, but it's true. Anyway, I appreciate you guys being on this with me today and Dustin, your naps calling as well as lunch because I know um, <laughs> becoming famous for these naps this is becoming embarrassing. <laughs> I think it's good. Do you, I, I read something. This is a side note that, uh, or maybe I heard it on Honest Designers. I don't know. You have to sleep for uh, an or ninety minute is your cycle, right? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. what did you did you tell me that on the Honest Designers show? I might have. I've definitely read that and they make fun of me all the time for taking naps in the day. But then you say it's like getting two mornings. You get up and you're refreshed and you're amazed, right? I wake up and I make coffee and like I have a fresh brain again to do stuff. Anyway, I think that's great. So thank you guys. Again, you can always check me out at rechargingyou.com. Not re-recharging you. I didn't mean to stutter that out. I'm sorry about that. Uh, But you can check me out at rechargingyou.com. And then if you want to figure out if you or you want to click on the blue box or the orange box, um, you can do that at rechargingyou.com slash recruiting hyphen creatives with an S. And then you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at at design recharge. If you want to just ask me some more questions, 
feel free to email me at diane at rechargingyou.com. And I can't wait to see both of you people, Dustin and Suzanne, at WMC Fest. And if you guys don't know about that, check it out, wmcfest.com, maybe? Anyway, know. we're terrible with our dot coms. Um, this is where I need Brian Yan to be like, blah, blah, blah. He's my Vanna. Um, oh, yep. See, there he did. He did it already. <laughs> WMCFest.com. I love him. He is, and he looks good as Vanna White, right? So um, anyway, see you guys there. Um, Dustin's going to be uh, one of the main speakers, and I'm going to be a question asker. So that, that'll be something good. And Suzanne and I are going to be rooming together. So we'll be having fun. It will be fun. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thank you so much. I'm going to stop the recording.